Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of AdMail. This is Adam Bergman, founder and CEO of IRA Financial. I'm here to help you find the answers to the most frequently asked questions from my clients about self-directed retirement accounts. If you want to learn more, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on social media. Just search IRA Financial. Hey everyone and welcome to another episode of AdMail. I'm Adam Bergman, tax attorney and founder of IRA Financial. On today's episode, three wonderful questions involving self-directed IRAs, LLCs, EINs, and IRS letters. So this could be a really interesting uh, podcast. Hope you guys enjoy it. And um, let's get right down to business. So first question from Scott X of Summit, New Jersey. Not Scott K, sorry, not Scott X. Scott wants to know, I have a self-directed IRA LLC with you and need to add funds for an investment. Can I do it? So great question, Scott. And I've tackled this question on various other platforms, um, especially YouTube. Um, The question is, hey, I have a self-directed IRA LLC. The IRA owns 100% of the LLC. Can you add more IRA funds to investment? And the answer is, our position is yes, you can. Why? An IRA is not a disqualified person. An individual is. But here we have a situation where an IRA owns 100%, wants to add more money. The IRA is still going to own 100%. There's not going to be any type of self-benefit, no personal um issue there, no conflict of interest, no self-dealing. Some people take the position that based off Swanson, once the IRA invests in the entity, the entity then becomes disqualified. The issue here is that the IRA owns 100% of it and will continue to own 100% even when the additional funds are made. Uh, In addition to that, the operating agreement will allow for additional capital contributions. So I don't see an issue with it. Again, IRA is not a disqualified person as per 4975E2. An individual is, uh, but not the IRA. So uh, we allow for it. Our compliance department allows for it. And I, I think most people in the industry will allow an IRA that owns 100% of an LLC to make additional contributions to the LLC, you know, to make additional investments, pay expenses, whatever the case may be. Why? Because an IRA is not deemed a disqualified person as per Section 4975E2. So thank you, Scott K., for that uh, really good question. Second question is from YouTube. And this individual wants to know, I have a self-directed IRA LLC and need to complete a W-9. Do I use the tax ID number for my LLC? So the answer to this question depends if you have a single member LLC or a multiple member LLC. Single member LLC, you either can get a tax ID number specific for your IRA or a lot of clients will use the EIN for the IRA custodian, i.e. IRA financial trust. If it's a multiple member LLC, the W-9 instructions are clear that you should use the EIN for the LLC. So those are the only two things you need to keep in mind. Single member LLC, you can use the IRA custodian's EIN or acquire a new one for your IRA, which is probably the most uh, common approach. If you have a multiple member LLC, which means an LLC owned by two or more IRAs or two or more parties, then you'll use the EIN for that LLC, not the IRA EIN, but the EIN for the LLC. So for example, if you have a multiple member LLC, it's called Apple LLC. You'll use the EIN for Apple LLC when completing the W-9. Why it's treated as a partnership for tax purposes. If you have a single member LLC, call it Orange LLC. 
the single member LLC, since it's a disregarded entity for tax purposes, can use the EIN of the IRA custodian or acquire a new EIN specific for that IRA. So really good question. Thank you for submitting that on YouTube. Third and final question on today's podcast. Told you, these are great questions, very uh, descriptive and, um, you know, I think highly interesting. So I really appreciate um, all these um, submissions. I got a lot of questions in queue, uh, but if you have questions on your mind, uh, you don't have to be a client of IRA Financial, send them in. Uh, it could be a one-line or three-line, four-line uh, question. You can be anonymous or include your name, and I will do my best to get to it uh, as uh, quickly as possible. Third and final question on today's pod is from Wendy T. of Charleston, West Virginia. Wendy wants to know, I have a self-directed IRA LLC with IRA Financial, and when I looked at the IRS letter I received with my LLC tax ID number, it shows me as the sole member of the LLC. Is that accurate? Well, Wendy, it's not accurate. Uh, but unfortunately, because of the way the IRS um, system works when it comes to spitting out IRS EIN letters, it always defaults to including the person's name as sole member. So anytime, if you hire a lawyer or an accountant to set, acquire an EIN for an LLC, why would you need an EIN? Well, most common reason is open a bank account. The way it works now is you need to use an individual, okay? You can't use an entity to acquire an EIN. Why? For security purposes, the IRS wants a social behind the person who sets up an LLC. So if you hire a lawyer or an accountant and they decide to just set it up for you and use their own EIN, it will say, you know, XYZ LLC, Adam Bergman, sole member, even though I may not be the member. Is this an issue? No. Why? Because the LLC operating agreement or a shareholder agreement, stock certificates in a company will dictate who owns the actual entity, not with the EIN letter. How do I know that's true? Well, think about this. Every time Apple, Tesla, or any LLC fund added or subtracted a member, you think they revised their EIN letter? No. Right? The EIN letter is just for acquiring a tax identification number for the LLC. It is used to open a bank account. And then essentially the EIN will follow the entity, but the person that is on the letter, i.e. the sole member, won't. What it used to say is authorized rep. So when you go onto the IRS website to acquire an EIN, it asked, is this person an authorized representative, member, uh, so on and so forth. But no matter what you select, it always defaults to sole member on the letter which and I've talked to the IRS about this for eight, nine years. They always claim, yeah, yeah, we're going to get to it. It's a glitch, but it's never fixed. So uh, I wouldn't worry about it. It doesn't have any significance uh, with respect to tax status or tax returns. Um, again, just using the Apple example, each time Apple, you know, million shares, many, many million shares are traded every day. They don't change the EIN letter million times a day to add or subtract members, right? It's just there initially to provide the entity with a tax ID number. So it's a great question, Wendy. I've actually got this question many, many times. Not sure if I already um, addressed this on another ad mail over the years, but um, when, when I saw this question, I was like, this is something I want to address because it comes up a lot. People, uh, clients are, are like, hey, Adam, why is my name on the LLC. I don't own the LLC. The IRA does. So, right. But you're the authorized rep as the manager of LLC. 
Therefore, you need to um, be the one that um, acquires the EIN. And unfortunately, it should say authorized representative. It should not default to sole member, but that's the way it works. So hopefully uh, $80 billion of uh, funding will be able to upgrade their uh, computer system. So thank you for that question, Wendy. And that ends another ad mail episode in the bag. So really appreciate uh, everyone who submitted a question. Thank you for listening. If you're watching on YouTube, really appreciate it. Um, this podcast drops every Thursday. So check it out next week and um, you know, have a great day. Take care and uh, hope you guys enjoyed it. Be well.